it's a great pleasure. We've got five times world champion with us, Ronnie O'Sullivan, uh, MBE, OBE, CBE, just line them up, uh, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, Ronnie, thanks for joining us. It's mm. a bit of a strange day today. It's uh, you know you're playing with no crowd. Mm. Um, do you like this type of thing, or is it? Um, I like this event because it's um, it's low key. Yeah. You know, you get well looked after here. You know, it's just snooker match after snooker match against yeah. top quality opposition. Yeah. Um, so it's it's great in that aspect for it. So there's no pressure on you. Just yep. you just kind of it's good match practice. Yeah, of course. But then obviously you know the major events are, are great, but then they come a lot of pressure, a yeah. lot of intensity there, and sometimes you need a bit of break from that. So yeah. it's about getting a balance sometimes. Yeah. Now we saw you at the darts the other night. Mm. Um, obviously, a big fan of the darts. Massive, yeah, huge yeah. fan. Yeah. Now the question is, could snooker players play with that kind of crowd going on? Do you think? Yeah, definitely. You know, I think some might have a problem with it, but yeah. the majority of players would probably enjoy it. Yeah. And I think again, you know, with, with the noise and yeah, it would probably take the pressure off the players as well. Yeah, because yeah, sometimes when you go to a snooker match, it's so quiet, you can hear a pin drop, and you know the, uh, you know the the um, it's quite 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 tense. Like, so I think it'll be good to to have some tournaments where you have you know a much more crowd participation, yeah. like they do at the dark. Talking of crowd participation, you were snooker's first victim of a streaker. All those years I've ago. Had two. I've had two. two. Male and a female. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> we only know which one you wanted to see. Obviously, yeah. you don't want to get distracted by the, uh, by the males, that's for sure. Yeah, no. I, I thought he was going to break my cue because he'd just come running out the crowd. And he yeah. kind of where my seat was. And I thought, oh, no, please don't run into my cue. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, a bit of a strange experience. Yeah, yeah, of course, there. definitely. Now, outside of snooker, um, mm. you still live locally? Yeah, I live just about 45 minutes down the road. Yeah, that makes in, it easy, in, doesn't in, it? In Essex, yeah. So, yeah. yeah so it's just and you're Essex boy through and through? Uh, well, I was born in Birmingham, brought up in Ilford. Yep. So Ilford's just on the border of Essex. So more, yeah, so, but I'd say, yeah. Yeah. well, I'd say I'm, I, I very rarely spend much of my time in Essex these days. Oh, really? I was travelling around yeah, like, you know, for the last 20 years, 25, yeah. 30 years, whatever. Yeah. And um, in the past, I know you, you've been a bit of an athlete as well. No, nah, I wouldn't say an athlete. I'd say... Um, <laughs> I try to stay, try to to do some sort of exercise because yeah. I'm a bit of a. I love my food. I like eating. You know, I mean, I just that's my one of my guilty pleasures in yeah. life is just to not eat any food but good quality food. And you know, I've got a tendency to put on a bit of weight, yeah, sure. so I try and burn the calories off so yeah. I can enjoy the food a bit more. And you've got a. I did read you've got a PB of uh, 38 minutes for a 10k. No, 34.50. 34.50. Yeah. Dis- yeah. yeah. Disrespecting Which you is there. a decent time. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Definitely yeah, it's not is. bad. Yeah, but I was really into it then. At yeah. the moment, I'm just, uh, I'm, just I'm, I'm, I'm a plodder. Yeah. Yeah. Any other sports taking your fancy outside of snooker? Uh, I like to play tennis. That's a good game. I like to watch tennis. I like to watch my boxing. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you have to be careful with what sports you're doing that because yeah. you don't want to get any injuries. Because you've dabbled so. in a bit of motor racing as well, haven't you? Oh yeah, it was great. Yeah, I done a few races yeah. and that. So yeah, got got in the got in the car, done a few laps and that. And that was that's probably the best, but most best exciting thing I've ever done in my life. That and um, Saturday Kitchen with James Martin <laughs> were probably the two best days of my life. Brilliant. Driving around a track and eating food cooked yeah. by James Martin. That's it. Excellent. And uh, Arsenal top of the league. Do you know what? I couldn't even tell you any of the really? results. You know, I don't really yeah. follow the football. I follow Barcelona. Yeah. I follow Messi. I follow the big teams like Real Madrid and stuff like that. But 
I don't really pay much attention to uh, to the football. For yeah. me, the new superstars of sport are like the dark players. You know, yeah, yeah. I find a lot of these footballers they kind of they get paid huge amounts of money and they just you know they don't even look interested. Yeah. You know, you think uh, so you kind of like I'm just not the type of sport I like to watch. You know, but um, but the dark players, I mean, I just love them. Yeah. they're the new rock stars. Well, exactly, and they, mm. you know they've always got time for people as well, which is which is mm. unbelievable and mm. kind of. You've been the face of snooker name for well, God, ten years. How, how have you coped with being, you know, the popular, Mister Popular? You know, everyone loves to see you play. Everyone loves to kind of, you know, see what's going on with Ronnie. And um, <laughs> yeah, you've been. Uh, how have you coped with that interest? I don't really look at it like yeah. that. To be honest, with you. I just I just played snooker because I love to play. I love yeah. to compete. Um, I played a game uh, in, in an aggressive attacking style. Yeah. Uh, but that was, I, I try to do that. It's not something that comes naturally. Sometimes, you know, I have to take yeah. on shots that I don't always want to take on. But I kind of pride myself on playing the game yeah. in, an, in, a, in an aggressive way. Like, you know, look at all sports people that play it well. They they attack the game. Yeah. So um, although some days I don't feel confident, I still have to go for them because sure. it's just a mindset that you get into. Yeah. So, you know, I've, um, it's been great to have had such good support over the years, and you know, some of the feedback that I get from people is just quite. It's nice, you know, it's touching yeah. in a way. Yeah. I've got to ask you about um, playing left-handed. To no. me, as a, you know, a former, former professional sportsman, I, I just, yeah. you know, I, I could never ever take up, you know, cricket back left-handed just for the sake of it. Mm. And you, you're equally at home playing left-handed as right-handed. Um, I, I wouldn't say I was equally at home, but I'm, I'm okay, you know. I mean, yeah. if I was to play completely left-handed all the time, then I'd probably be a top 40 player, maybe, yeah. which is still not bad. Um, but obviously there's no touch and feel there. I can yeah. play good break-offs, I can play good, I can hit the ball firm, isn't it? but as long as there's a touchy-feely yeah, shot, sure. then I'm all over the show, you know? Because there is the, um, the, the Alan Robido story, yeah. where you actually had mm. to go to court and defend yourself from playing, you know, because you played left-handed. Yeah, I think they said I've taken the mick out of him while bringing <laughs> yeah. the game into disrepute, yeah. but I wasn't, I was just playing so awful right-handed, that I just thought, oh, I just want to enjoy it, so I started yeah. hitting a few left-handed and it felt great, so... You know, anything to keep your spirits up yeah. sometimes. You and know. did you have to play? You had to, didn't you have to go and play Rex Williams to prove you could play left-handed? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and, and then after that, they said, "Oh, yeah, you can generally play left-handed." So um, I got away with that one. Yeah, brilliant, magic. So, Ronnie, UK Masters up next. Uh, Couple of weeks. The Masters at London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah big, big event. You know, um, uh, you, you know. So, yeah, I'm looking, looking forward to it, but. You know, as you get a little bit older, you kind of um, you have to get a bit more in perspective. You know, yeah. I'm playing a lot of guys now that are in their early 30s, they're in their prime. So, you know, I don't want to get carried away and have mm. these massive high expectations of myself and thinking I should be winning these events. You know, like I say, I go there to compete, I go there to do my best. But, um, you know, I don't have uh, the massive high expectations yeah. that I used to have. So, you know, yeah. if I can win my first match, that'd be great. Uh, and, you know, you just take it from there. And, you know, I'm still capable of winning tournaments. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But, you know, um, doing it on a regular basis is probably not um, not likely to happen like it used yeah. to. And you've just turned 40, talking about age. You mm. have just turned 40 just last yeah. month. Now... Ray Reardon, yeah, he won the world championship at forty-five. I think he's the oldest guy to win the oh, world championship. Yeah, that's so a target. Is that? Oh, oh, that's what I was going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's, I said I'd like to win a world title in my forties. Um, so yeah, I mean that's the the goal now. You know, if I can play for another five, ten years, yeah. maybe you just never know. You know, but um, I don't know. You know, I always say to myself, could I play if I wasn't winning? And if you'd have asked me that five, ten years ago, I'd have probably said no. But now I haven't really been winning much for the last year. I still have the desire to play, you know. I think to myself, yeah. what would I do if I didn't play snooker? Yeah. You know, I've tried a few other things, and I just can't do a normal job. So <laughs> I think I'd rather be useless at snooker. Yeah. 
and do that. Well, I mean, we've talked to a few of the guys today, and they, they say the same thing about the guys mm. who got older and have given the game away, but mm. come a year or two later, they're, they're back in, they're practicing. Mm. They're, yeah. I mean, there's a seniors tour now. Yeah. Is, yeah. yeah, 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 it is. It's like, what do you do with your life after you've done something for so long? And I've tried other things, and uh, yeah, they're all right, but yeah. I think I'd rather, I'd rather, do you know what I want to do when I finish playing? Is going to coaching. Yeah. Coaching a top player, though. Yeah, I, w- yeah, I wouldn't want to coach like I, I help anyone that wants yeah. to play snooker, but I'd love to work closely with a very, very top player yeah. um, and try and help them yeah. become multiple world champions. Does that mean you might the Chinese might buy you? No, I mean, listen, I mean, you just never know. You know, in sport and snooker, it's growing all the time. Yeah. A lot of these coaches, you know, football managers, whatever, but it wouldn't be for that. It was just again, it's sort of like I've tried other jobs, and I just think I love being on the snooker yeah. circuit. And if I wouldn't, if I'm not good enough to compete on the snooker circuit, yeah. then I might as well be there yeah. as a coach. And, and, and watch and see it from a different angle. And I don't think there's any player in the world that wouldn't want to be coached by you. Well, it depends if I'm a good coach or not, you know. <laughs> no. I, but, I, you know, I'd like to think I've learned from some good players like Ray Reardon over yeah. the years. I've worked with Steve Peters, who's a very good um, mind coach. Yeah. And I think with them, things that I've worked on over the years, and it's helped my game, I'm sure I could help somebody else. Yeah. But, I, I mean, my philosophy on coaching was I wouldn't want them to feel under pressure. I wouldn't want them to feel mm. that they've got to do what I said, because I've had someone like that before. Yeah, and you yeah. just feel like you're scared. You just, you know, you end up playing what the shots that they want to play. So yeah. I'd be just trying to be make them the best player that they can be and then yeah. go, right, go and, go and play your game. You know, I'd, I'd teach them some tactical stuff that I know, and it's up to them if they want to use it. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. Well, Ronnie, thanks for spending this little bit of time with us. We really do no appreciate it. Um, best of luck next coming next yeah, cool. next week at the, yeah. the Masters, and then obviously April yeah. is the big time. Yeah, yeah. and uh, cool. number number six. Yeah, possibly. going for number six, possibly. Yeah. Alrighty, Thank no you. problem. Cheers. <laughs>